What's going on? Welcome to another episode of The Creation Grounds. I'm your host, Aaron Lloyd, and this is episode 48. Before I get into our next guest, I want to encourage you to like, share, subscribe, tell people about this podcast that you think will be inspired by it, motivated, entertained, and all of that. Maybe perhaps get some value that they can apply to their own lives and careers. My next guest is a Baltimore native. Her name is Renetta Renee. She's funny, and she's the host on AMC's Walking Dead's Twitch channel. She has a background in marketing and communication, so in this episode, she's going to share with you some of her tips on how you can market yourself better as an actor in the business, how you can develop and nurture your brand, how you can nurture relationships around you. In this episode, she gives some some advice on what she would give actors coming out of high school or college as they go into the real world, some, some advice for them. She talks to us about her latest hosting gig and some exciting things that she has coming on in the future. You're going to love Renetta. She's going to give some great value in this episode. Enjoy this episode with Renetta Renee. What's up, Creation Grounds? I have the talented Renetta Renee, Be More Native, on with me for the Creation Grounds. What's up, Ron? Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Aaron? I'm excited to be here. What it do? Tell me about the day you wanted a career in the arts. like that when yeah. you saw soul the the jamie fox joint it's like he was in that in that did you see soul yet i didn't see it yet but okay, I, know, okay. I definitely want to see it all right but you're gonna but know I, what i'm talking about when you, when you see it it's good but i get the i understand i saw like the clip or whatever so it's like you like you know when he was in the zone he was there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's what's been the the biggest challenge in your career and what have you learned from it hmm the biggest challenge okay i feel like the biggest challenge is just keeping going right 
keep pressing forward, um, especially when nobody can see what you can see, you know, um, and being able to kind of like push through and still um, thrive in spite of that, knowing who you are and knowing who you are. Because I feel like when I started out, when I, you know, forever, I ain't going to say how many years, but a million <laughs> years ago, when I was about to move to New York, you know, everybody was like, you know, at first everybody was like, oh, this is cool right now, all right, are you sure? Are you sure this is what you want to do? Because I've been acting in Baltimore, but I really wanted to, like, I felt like I was led to take that leap. Um, but then, then a couple years in, you know, people start being like, well, Renata, how long are you going to be pursuing this acting thing? Um, well, are you sure? You know, and it's just like people that love you. I had to not take that personal and understand these people are just people that want what's best for you. And this is what they think is best. You know, you could look at it as like they don't understand and they're against me and they don't. But or you could see like people are just operating with whatever resources they have. And what they want is for their loved one to be safe and secure. And if they see you struggling, see you grinding, even though, you know, that's the nature of you pushing and propelling towards your purpose. You know, you just have to have some grace to the people that don't get it. So I would say, you know, sometimes that can be lonely until you find your tribe of like-minded people that are on the same, a similar journey as you and get it. So I would just say that, like, keep pushing forward, you know, dealing with real life things, money, loss, you know, um, and even like, um, you know, losing my mom and her passing away and me still wanting to continue and pursue this and coming back to and like really never leaving but just still propelling forward in spite of what you're dealing with because to me it's about purpose it's about using your gifts and aligning with the overall picture of why you're here and the arts are just a vehicle for me to be able to get towards my purpose but i don't know that's that's my long-winded answer i, to, I love that question. love that a lot of a lot of perseverance and resiliency and grit in that and um that, what do you what's something that you love that other people either don't love or like, what, what really, Juan? You like that? You love that? What, what is that? It could be a movie, a song, just something, a fruit, whatever it is. I don't, you don't, like, I don't know. This one kind of stumped me because I feel like the things I like other people like, like traveling, good food. I mean, I'm a big, like, foodie, but I'm also like a healthy foodie now. So it's like, I'm all about plant-based. So people be like, Ryan, like, what do you, let me think, like, I feel like now more people are being healthy, but like, I'm like, mm, I ain't nothing like a fresh squeezed green juice. I don't like about it. <laughs> the or green like, juice. Um, yeah, like, I don't like weird stuff. I don't like stuff that like tastes crazy, but let me see. I'll get one out of like a couple categories. So like, I think like a lot of healthy things that people like shun, like, cause I know how to cook and I know how to make things taste good. So like people will be like, ew, I would never drink that. And I'm like, let me make it for you. Like I just had some stuff. Like matter of fact, I'm literally drinking celery juice right now. Unless I love it downstairs. What kind of juice do you got? I just got a new juice today. What kind of juice do you got? I have the Breville. I want a new one, though. I have a Breville um, fountain. Like, a Breville fountain. So, I was, like, I was running away from the celery juice, right? Because I'm like, ugh, I hate celery. I I love the green, but I hate the way the celery tastes. But then, like, I saw somebody, like, instead of cutting it, like, peeling the lemon, Mm -hmm. you juice the whole lemon. The lemon. elevate the whole joint. So, you, like... Juice a whole bunch of celery, mm-hmm. but then you put like a actual like slice up a whole lemon and just throw that joint in, and then it like makes it palatable and actually because like celery juice one of the like best things you could drink yeah for like your mind for your cognition. So now that's what I've been on. I've been on this celery kit. So I'll say that. What kind of juice did you get? I have the omega one. It's it's okay. dope. It's I just I got it like last week. It's the best one, but to 
shoots are so small. So, like, it's the best one, but yeah. the shoot's small. So, like, I'm probably about to buy another one, but, like, I'm in a Vitamix. I think I'm on a Vitamix. Like, I'm, like, a super, like, uh, I'm a geek when it comes to that. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, I can come in a Vitamix. <laughs> yes. You got to listen. Healthy wealth, man. We it is. I feel that. Cheers. If I had celery juice, I'd be, I'd be putting mine up, too. <laughs> So you have a background in marketing. You mentioned earlier that you went to college for communications, always wanted to be in TV, and you're really good and dope at marketing. So what what did you learn in that field specifically that you utilize in your acting career today? Hmm. Well, yeah, so I even before I moved to New York, like my first like real job, quote unquote, I feel like when I say like a real, real job was um, I worked in advertising. I had a radio station. And so I just learned a lot, like, very quickly. Like, I learned a lot about change and being able to adapt. I just learned, like, tons of stuff. But also throughout my career, I also worked in sales and then, like, um, you know, sales, marketing, like, all of that stuff. I was in a brand ambassador. I was managed team. So what it all, I think, boils down to um, is how you make people feel, right? The value that you add to them and if you're serving their needs. Right? Relationship is everything. So I always try to connect with people naturally and organically, whether it's on my social, on my show, in the audition room. Um, you know, it's all about adding value and operating from a needs-based position. Because one thing I learned through this, like, great sales training I did at, um, you know, I won't even shout them out, but at the radio <laughs> station I worked for back in the day. They fired you um, or something like that? <laughs> huh? Did they fire you or something? You can't get a shot? No, out? they didn't. I mean, it was Clear Channel, but I worked for <laughs> Okay, so I was just saying, you know, and, um, and that was, it was great, but the training I got from them, like carried me through everything because it was like a needs based sales structure. Mm -hmm. Like stop focusing on your product, focus on the needs of the person in front of you. So I kind of carry that over. Like if you're adding value, like it's not always about telling people like, Oh, watch me on this or do that or come support me. It's about really connecting with your audience, engaging on your, if you're doing, you know, even using social, it's about engaging, putting content that's important to you, but also will help other people. Um, and I think like that's really what it boils down to. It's all about needs based. It's about understanding your audience and also understanding yourself, operating, operating from a place of authenticity and, you know, in relationships, you know, whether I'm in an audition room or I'm on social media, I'm always just trying to, like, connect with people because that's what lasts. That's what gets you to roll. You might not book it today, but that relationship that you establish from being such an amazing business person or artist will carry you. And I think that that has been my saving grace in life and in the industry. It's just relationships, being a good person and understanding, like, sometimes it's bigger than what's in front of you, right? bigger than the role, it's bigger than the, the job, the gig, whatever it is, you know, it could be just making somebody feel good for the moment because that's more value than focusing on the money, Love you know? That. So, so um, in Harlem, I saw you play Moms Mabley, which was amazing. That was a great performance. Now, take me back to like your earliest memory of a character that you've created. It could be like in your sketch comedy or just like a legit kind of drama. But what's the earliest memory for Renetta that you created? Oh my god! I don't like that was well. Okay, so y'all know like I'm just character. Like I love character work. That's like my secret or like thing. Like if I can transform, like that's what it's about for me. Um, I definitely used to have a bad night friends when I was a kid. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we was like, cause I was the only child at the time. 
college, her friends, Henry and the gang. I don't know. Like, so I always had like a crazy overactive imagination. But I'll tell you, like, one of the best characters, or like, I don't know if they best, but I was a teenager, right? And me and my best friend were playing around. Me and her used to always have inside jokes, like makeup stuff, like that's just what we did. But I remember one day we were in the house playing and just talk, just hanging out. We were teens. And I started doing this character named Ruby. And she was like this old lady, like former prostitute. <laughs> so random. I don't even know how we got here, okay? And so she was like somehow interviewing me like, oh, well, how did you get in the game? I had a voice. When I tell you, I got lost in that voice to the point that I became Ruby. Like we went to the mall and I was like, this in here, you know, um, when I, but it was like her voice after a while, my voice changed and I got stuck in the character a little bit and I understood the power of this transformation of embodying a character, not just doing a voice, not just a story, but embodying this person. It scared me a little bit, but it also was like me tapping into my superpower. Cause I was like, Oh wow. Like obviously I, you know, I wasn't that serious. So I was five <laughs> days being this Ruby, but you know, it was such a powerful moment to me because it just showed me like, wow, like you can really go deep on these characters because it's more to them than just what's on the surface. And that was the best part acting training I could have ever like had just from that organic experience. And it was cool. And a lot of these older lady characters and moms neighbly little like because I played so many of those type of characters, probably were birthed from this Ruby in that moment so you know kind of my little a lot of people don't know about that story but yeah you still do ruby too or you do some kind of like i've seen some on some of your social you do some some character is that ruby oh probably i just do all you know i do all the old ladies for fun that's why i try not to do every old lady because they like like i'm probably really an old i'm like an old soul like i'm really low-key an old lady at heart but um no that's um evangelist uh there she is play these characters if somebody and you have a career of your own one day in the future if an actress could perform a biopic of your life who would you want it to be and why oh my goodness (laughs) these questions uh i don't know like that's a hard one because it's not me like long gone i don't know well i say this you know i always feel like as far as characters that I look up to or actresses that I look up to, like, I really look, I love to ride me just because I feel like we have a similar story and background and energy, right? But I don't know if I would pick, like, to play me, but somebody, um, who played, who played, oh, I think her name is, um, I, I hope I don't put her name, Agiona Alexis. She played Young Cookie on Empire. And I really love, love, love her energy and vibe. Um, I love Kiki Palmer, you know. But I think, um, what's her name? China Ann McClain. Mm-hmm. She's on Black Lightning. You know, she played Jennifer Pierce on there, House of Pain, Disney, all that. Um, like, any of them I think would be great if I wanted to 
and pick somebody that's already in the industry with a big name. I would pick um, China because I feel like we're very similar, right? She has this ability to be kind of like tender and kind and small, but she can turn up on you too. And she has a power and energy about her where she's a natural born leader. That's why I love this character that she plays on Black Lightning. This young woman going into her power, you know, with these superpowers and, you know, she's from this, you know, well-to-do family, but she's still on the roof trying to sneak and smoke a little, you know, marijuana. <laughs> like, she don't, and I feel like she has all these layers, and I think, like, that's who I am. I'm a person with many, many layers from the business side to the silly side to, don't get it twisted, I'm really from Baltimore side. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Baltimore, you know. Yeah. You know, listen, it's like a whole, so I'm all these things, like, got the sister Patterson in there, you know, this spiritual element, like, so, um, all these things, so I think like she actually would be probably a really, really good fit to play me, or some unknown actress, really from Baltimore, and we could just surround them with like a star study cast. Like that would be cool too. To get somebody like a young, like somebody that I identify with their journey, I want to get them an opportunity. You know what I mean? So either or. That's no. what I mean. Um, what do you love most about sketch comedy? Sketch comedy. Um, I don't know. I just love transforming into characters, right? I love immersing into a totally different world. I love making people laugh. And I love being, like, so unrecognizable that people don't know it's me. Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, if I do a character or something, I like to, like, I've done, like, shows where I've been, like, two extreme opposites of myself. And, like, I come out at the end and people don't know, like, I was that person. Or even when I play Mom's Mabley and mm-hmm. then I take on, you know, come out of my costume. And they'd be like, wait, you play Mom's? Like, wait, what? <laughs> So just that, you know, being able to tell these stories in a humorous way and make people laugh and just escape, you know, reality for a little bit of a moment. And, um, you know, and I like to talk about, like, real things in the sketch, but make them funny. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite things to do, too. So, so let's let's kind of uh, go back to marketing a little bit for an actor or anybody that's listening. What can they do? What kind of three practical tips that they can do to up-level their marketing? You mentioned, like, just add value in an authentic way, engage, nurture relationships. But what are three practical things they can do? And those might be the practical tips, but do you have anything else? Mm, okay. Be on brand, right? What's your brand? I think as an actor, the number one thing you got to know is what is your brand? Like, who are you? I think it's important to understand is two, it's a split to this, right? Is who you feel like you are and how everybody sees you, right? So you have to figure out a way to balance those two things, figure out what you're trying to present at the moment. And it's not to say, like, I'm many things, right? But, you know, you got to figure out, okay, right now, you know, right now this is the brand. You know, I'm kind of like, for example, my brand is right now, it used to be, it's kind of like changing, you know, because I want to go for more like, like before when I was doing more commercial and stuff. I'm the black lady in the office. I'm the boss. I'm the marketing director, right? I'm the fun, you know, friend that's also business minded. I'm the one that's going to tell you like it is. So you might see me in like a colorful blazer and some jeans, right? So when I take my pictures, when I go out, when I audition, that's the look I'm giving, right? Because that's what I'm going for. That's my brand. It could be, you know, you're a teacher. It could be, but just be aware of these things. Put your pictures out there, and I think, Aaron, you did this as well. Ask people, like, oh, who do I look like? Like, you know, like, um, like, what do you see? What roles do you see me playing with this picture? Because you need to know how people see you. Mm-hmm. It's one thing we come with all these talents and gifts and all of this, but you have to be able to balance both. So figure out what your brand is, and that's something I learned. Um, and forgive me, his name escapes me, but 
but um, I went on a a um, like a workshop in LA, and one of the speakers, he's an actor, and that was one of the things he really pushed. So you know, right? I didn't make up the brand, but it was something I I, I take. I'm always trying to learn, so it's something I took, and I've been able to incorporate it in my marketing as an actor because it like translates a little different. So definitely be on brand. What is your brand? Know your brand. Know what you're presenting. Understand your your photographer understands that when you're taking new headshots, and make sure your social media conveys that. And then when you go in the room, like you can bring all these, you can be multiple things. Just you have to have a clear line and understanding of what those multiple things are. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I would say number one would be be on brand, know your brand. Number two, maybe um, oh, make your marketing materials clean, clear, and streamlined. Right. So whatever it is, just make it clean and clear. Like one of my friends had to get on me. Um, she was really successful. Um, she's a stylist and. You know, like she she does everything, like she's dope. But she was really successful with her social media, so she started to give me tips. And she was saying, like, you know, your your social media is too convoluted. You got to think about even your social or when you go in the room or your pictures. Like, this is what people see when they see. You. This is your resume. This is your calling card. So when they go to your page, if you're presenting yourself, it shouldn't be everybody else on your page. So she helped me understand, but I have all of this, these ideas and other parts of me that are more than just me, the actress. So I put all my run out of Renee acting stuff on my actual, like, grid on, like, let's say, for instance, Instagram. But in my story, where it's 24 hours, I can do all that other stuff, that mm. other parts of me. So that helped me clean up my page. I had to delete, like, hundreds of pictures. And she was like, you still ain't deleted now. So it's still getting better. Like, I'm not on this i'm just sharing with you guys some of the things i've learned from other people and i've implemented into trying to grow my brand and make you know my marketing a little bit better so that's what i say clean clear and streamline for whatever it is whether it's your website definitely have a website whether it's your i used to even when i first moved to new york i was like you gotta be googleable right back in the day i was like you gotta be googleable that was like my big thing so i made these little big blog sites and i had started it back then i understood the importance and the shift of the internet and how that affects the industry. So definitely clean, clear, streamline. Know what you're presenting. Know your brand. When people come to your page, like they should know what you do, who you are. Um, and then consistency and content creation. I always say it's two, it's things in this business, things you control and things you don't control. I always tell it to people. So the things that you control, that you don't control are auditions, right? You just can show up, do your best, that's it. You know, agents, managers, backing things. All you can do is network and put yourself in a position to get in the room. And when you get in the room, kill the opportunity. The things that, those are the things that's out of your control. Once you do that, pew, it goes off and people make decisions. But the things you do control is your content, networking with people, creating your own stories, doing sketches, all those things. You have to be doing both in the industry. You got to be doing both. And I'm talking to myself too, because, you know, we're in this climate. But you can put your, your phone up and you could just record some videos. You mm-hmm. could do it. You could do whatever you want in your home or wherever you are. Go outside, go to a park, sit. You know, you could do some things just by yourself or with the people in your house, right? So we're still safe and doing it responsibly. But consistency and creating your own content and being consistent. And I try to stay on myself about that. The consistency piece is I'm like, oh, Renata, you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. But those are my three things. Be on brand. Know your brand. Make sure your marketing material is a clean, clean, streamlined, and then consistency, and make sure you're creating your own content. What what play, character, or writing project has given you the most joy to write, and why? Oh, that's 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 interesting. Um, you know what? I always go to 
it is, but it's my favorite thing. My um, Uncle Hubert sketch, right? So I did a sketch where I played this old man, like an old man. And the way this idea came to be is we were like brainstorming. And I was sitting and I was like, yo, what if, as you know, those truth commercials, when people want to like, um, like stop smoking, you know, they're telling you stop smoking, like don't smoke, you know, I've been smoking cigarettes. And they'd be like, <laughs> you know, not to, I didn't want to make fun of that because that's a serious issue. But I was like, what if there was this man and he didn't care that he was like dying from smoking? Like, so it's this whole thing. And I was like, what does that look like? So I transformed into this old man, Uncle Huey. He's like, yeah, I've been smoking cigarettes for 45 years. No. And, uh, you know, and that's his whole thing. Like, he just is this old man, but he living his life and he don't care. And he like, look, I had to feel like, I don't care what you say. And it's just to bring a little light, but also awareness. And it was so funny because my mom, God rest her soul, when I showed her, she thought I was coming after her about smoking. She felt that's so funny. Convicted. She felt it. Was it's just about me. It's just a sketch. Like, she was like, she thought it was a so I like, she loved it though. She like thought it was hilarious. So, like, um, so yeah, that that sketch I like wrote, directed, um, starred in. So it was like the first project I took ownership over from conception to completion. Um, and I had a team that, you know, helped me out, of course, and, um, like, you know, cause we, I had started this, like, little group where we were doing, like, sketches and just working together, so, I would say Uncle Hubert, this is on YouTube somewhere, Barry, with, like, you know, five views or something, <laughs> <laughs> just a couple views, no, it's, but it's, like, I love it, it's my favorite thing to date, like, it's just, it was fun, and, um, I, I definitely want to do more of that type of stuff, what advice would you give a smart, driven college or high school student about to enter the real world of acting? And what advice should they ignore? Hmm. Just start acting. Sketch, improv classes, like, like get, start getting on a stage. Like, start build, recording yourself. Start creating content. Network. The best way, the biggest thing, and you know, as much as you can in the climate that we're in. But, like, to me, like, that's the key. You just got to start doing stuff, right? And always, you know, be in classes, always be learning, always be networking. You know, now every, the beauty, here's the thing. People can look at it like this. Oh, the industry is shut down. People are doing a lot. You know, things are happening. But because it's mostly virtual, I find I'm able to do more than I was doing before, in a way. Some things are shut down, but it's all in how you look at it. So I would say, you know, find, always find the opportunity. I'm one of the people, like, if it's, like, 100 no's, I'm going to find the one yes. Find the one opportunity to still relining. And let me see, and what to ignore, I just feel like this. I absorb everything. I pay attention to everything. But I say, take in everything, like, with a grain of salt, as the saying goes, right? Everybody's journey is different. So take what you can and then file it or discard the rest. So anything I come in contact with, I say, is this something I can use? If it is, I use it. If it's something that I feel like has value, but I don't know if it's me, then I file it away. You know, I file it away for later. And then if it's something that I feel like is completely not in line with what I'm doing, I just discard it and keep it moving. Don't hold on to it. I try not to. You know, I'm a tourist, so I got to tend to hold on. <laughs> but I try to be um, intentional about letting things go, right, and not get caught up. Um which is all a process. So that's what I would say. I would say just start acting, just start doing it. And, um, you know, people saying like, oh, you ignore people like, oh, you got to do it this way. You got to do it that way. Everybody's doing it different. So you just absorb and you learn and you figure out what's your lane, what's your path. And you do that.
just trying to like do it just because or be faithful for the wrong reasons because it'll eat you up and spit you out and not doing it for the right reasons and understand where your lines are um like that's important know who you are know what you're willing to do and know why you're doing it that's like the main thing love that what what book have you gifted the most in the past year in 2020 or i mean 2021 has just started but what book have you gifted the most between now and last year Probably rich dad poor dad. I always give that to people. Yeah, Kiyosaki. I always send it. talk about the walking dead and this last gig that you have this this tv hosting thing that you have on twitch talk to me about um your hope your latest hosting gig for amc and what that's about What do you believe about The Walking Dead that a lot of people don't? I know you have some co-hosts and you guys have some some uh, disagreements sometimes, but what do you believe about that universe that other people don't? I mean, well, first of all, I love the universe. I thought, you know, the show's been out at this point over 10 years now. It is, to me, one of the best shows on television um, because it has spinoffs and everything, so it's so much going on in the universe. Um, but... You know, they were one of the first shows that started just, like, killing off main characters. You know, we were losing children early on. It was, like, crazy. Like, television was not doing this back then. So they were, you know, pioneers in that sense. And, like, they were able to take something that was usually slapsticky. Because I'm, like, not a big horror fan or zombie fan. I just like good stuff. 
Everybody was a Glenn. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn. Hey, everybody loved Glenn. Sister, what's her name? What's her name? on next so what do you desire to work on next I'm excited. First time I'm, I'm hearing about this, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about that behind the scenes. It's um, dope. Yes, and then we'll come back and I'll like give a follow-up about it, but it's, like, it's so dope. I'll tell y'all, I'll tell y'all when I can tell y'all more, but it's a, you know, a little walk-on, but for me, it's a big deal. Knowing If you know anything about me and how I feel about sketch comedy, 
in the shows that the big shows that are on, like then you'll know why it's a big deal to me. So. Respect, respect. When you think of the word creative, uh, who comes to mind for you and why? Creative. Wow. Oh no, Eddie Murphy, Regina King, Issa Rae, Prince. Did you see One Night in Miami? You said Regina King. I did not. Oh, I, I, I know I gotta watch it. I know I have to watch it. Yeah. Those actors body those roles too. They they did yeah, a great I've job. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch it today. Definitely in the next few days because I know I've been meaning to. So I'm gonna definitely jump into that. Um, but I'm excited for it. But I think of like you know I love 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 Eddie Murphy. I always say um um you know hey I'm running every day I'm like a sprinkle of a you know I got like the tenacity and intensity of a Taraji with the flexibility and creative creative style of a Regina King with a sprinkle of Eddie Murphy on top. Like that's me. people connect with you i know you're on clubhouse i don't have the iphone so i'm, I'm barred from that but i love listen, my droid so i'm about to get the you ipad be over, you be coming over <laughs> listen i love a droid too but i'm just telling you it's one of like i love clubhouse it's so many great things happening on there so i'm definitely on clubhouse you guys can follow me on there at run at every day i'm at run at every day on all social ig um you can definitely find me at run at every day when i do Be more Renetta. Yes. It's a pleasure. Yes.